All right, guys, it's Tim Shorts, Gothridge Manor, doing a drive home podcast on a Tuesday today. Long day, guys. Whoa. Okay. But that's boring. Last night, quick uh, game summary. Uh, I thought I was going to have four guys last night. We only ended up having two. So they were making their way towards this uh, dungeon. We played anyways. Like I said, I'll walk. If only one showed up, we'd still play. I gave them the choice, too, if they wanted to do, like, a different kind of adventure or if they wanted to kind of explore this one for right now. And they decided to continue on with the one with the party was going into. Now, the area around it is what they explored. They, they didn't get... They saw the dungeon entrance, but backtracked quickly because... They saw that they were kind of outnumbered. So here's kind of what happened. They started exploring the place, and this is a very dense force. So they made rolls for uh, uh, random encounters just because it makes a lot of noise to get through there. And the random encounters were found on a one or a two to their dismay. Nice, and I had them roll their own dice, so they get to, they they got to roll whether they encountered them, and then they got to dis- roll what they encountered. And uh, last night's special guest star was the Shock Beetle, not a Shocker Beetle, Joe, just the Shock Beetle. Um. So yeah, so it's this nasty little creature that I got from the. Uh, Dungeon Geographica from Expeditious Retreat Press. Really cool books done by uh, geographical areas. And this from the forest one. It's, it's kind of a neat one. Kind of reformed it for a... What do you want to call it? A, a old school game. And... Uh, they work pretty good. So when they, they do bite damage, but then they also, if they hit, they also do uh, automatic, like, shocking damage. I think it was a D8, but I gave the players a saving throw to half the damage. And, uh, so I think Joe rolled, rolled a 20 for one of his saves, so took no damage from it. So they kind of went through those, and then they, 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 they were doing okay. And then they got kind of cured. They sent their poor little henchmen to investigate these white flowers along the creek beds. And and there were like these three-foot roses in the in the little mage, what was his name? Um Actung. Actung went over to to check out, investigate these these roses, and the roses wrapped themselves around him and bled him to death. There were vampire roses, again, from that wicked little book that uh, uh, Expeditious Retreat Press published. You guys got to check out those books. They're fun. They got a lot of cool stuff in them. I like it because it's got equal part fauna and monsters and bugs, you know. And uh, so, yeah, so the poor, so they lost another retainer down for the count. Didn't didn't have much of a chance. Uh, but then they kind of disposed of the vampire beetle, no, not the vampire beetle, vampire roses, and then encountered some more bugs along the way after investigation. They found a lot of burrows, Northman burrows, and they were trying to avoid those. Poor Joe was like, we can stay here. 
and because there's no barrows around, and then he would move his guy like a quarter inch, and there'd be one. He'd be like, ah! So that's that's kind of what was what it was like. And I kind of told him trying to camp out where they were at is pretty pretty nasty place. I mean, they're not going to get any rest there because they're going to get have to roll constantly for for things to be tracked to the area. Anyways, and then one of the interesting items that they found, they found an old dwarven obelisk that had been defaced. And I was trying to think, did they find anything else? Oh, they found a guy that was dead. Yeah, great and Bible clear. I, I kind of made that one up at uh, my, my uh, generation, my adventure generation, a couple of podcasts. I forgot what his name was, but uh, yeah, so they encountered him and got that scroll of cure disease. They don't know what it is yet, but now they will. I don't care. It's okay, guys, if you know that. It's your reward for listening to me. Ah. But they worked their way down the creek and then finally found the entrance to the cave or the dungeon, and there was a bunch of shock beetles down there and they decided to retreat and retreat they did and retreat they did well and that's where we ended the game it was kind of it was fine because you know a lot of a lot of interaction and uh they got some decent experience points i mean they for for the road for killing a couple of those vampire roses and a handful of the beetles so they didn't do too bad excuse me guys like i said a long day let me see what time, but yeah, another nice 10 hour day, yay. Um, so yeah, that's what happened last day. We'll see if I, we'll, we should have more people next week. I'm hoping we get more of uh, at least four folks, but if not, we'll deal with what we have. We will we will play with what shows on to other news. Mr. Dave Aldridge over at D percent. Mr. Man, a very good podcast. Go listen to it because it's very fun. I like it. I think Dave does a really good job with it. He's got a great personality. He's funny, you know, so it's definitely uh, uh, worth listening to. I'm sure most of you are anyhow. The uh, He brought up a topic today. <laughs> like he was doing one about critical role and how he didn't know how he felt about the new surge in popularity in D&D. And, you know, I hadn't thought about that because I, I can see why while some of us old-timers might be a little, got a little something stuck in their craw, so to speak. And I can understand why because if you think about it, someone like me, I've been gaming for 40-some years now, and I was there when you, when you bled for your hobby. You were ridiculed, you were picked on, you were beat up, you were called a demon worshiper, you were called uh, just whatever names they could think of because you played this game. And it just didn't come from your peers, your other, other kids. Sometimes it came from your parents, sometimes it came from other people in society. And and then, then actually the hobby itself almost caved into that pressure and didn't have your back because in this I guess in the second edition they took stuff away I know they did not I guess 
you know, they took that stuff away that people were worried about because they thought they were turning a legion of children into demon worshippers or devil worshippers. You know, it's just kind of ridiculous. But we had to fight through that. I mean, we we had to go through all that, all that. I mean, I can't tell many how, how many times friends of mine were getting picked on or they got beat up because they like to play Dungeons and Dragons. At least that was the excuse. I'm sure they would have came up with something else if that had been the case. And how many times I would have to step in and say, you know, no, not, no, no, no. Uh-uh. But, uh, yeah, I mean, when, you, when you've when you gone through a war and you've kept this hobby alive and then, like, you know, the Johnny-come-latelys come in and they're like, oh, this is a wonderful hobby. This is so creative. It's such an imaginative thing. And, oh, it's it's just it's nice to do some storytelling. Okay, yeah, that's great. But, you know, you got no blood on you, man. You got you haven't been through the fire. Yeah, you haven't done all the stuff that we have. So don't give us this sunshine happy version of it. Because, fuck, man, we bled for this game. <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. I mean, I'm not even exaggerating. That's the, that's the thing. So I can see why some... Some folks would get kind of leery about the popularity because I don't think it's going to last. I mean, I think it's a, it's you know an ongoing faddish thing right now. Um, who knows? It could be completely wrong, but um, I I don't know. I know, you know, I'm glad Critical Role has a success. I'm glad that uh, all the online gameplays have their success. It's cool that people take their time to listen to that stuff because I mean the kids these days I know they get on YouTube and they're you know, they can, they can be on there for hours where I'm like tapping out after 15 minutes. I'm like, Oh, I got to watch one more stupid ad about, you know, I don't know. Grammarly, I think is the one that always comes on or what's another one. Um, I don't know, some dumbass in a house that's going to tell me how to make money. And it's like a 21 minute or 15 minute video commercial. Yeah. Right. Douchebag. I ain't watching you get out of here. Uh, but yeah, I, I, it's cool that they're doing it, but I can see why some people are just like, I don't, I, I don't, I am not really into that. I am not kind of associated with that. I'm not part of that. And in a way, you're not, you know, because you've been there, you've done that. I'm so glad it's there though, but am I a part of it? No, I'm not. I personally not. Just because, one, I don't have the time to watch four hour videos and like, 50 of them because I think they do I don't know how many episodes that they have but they're all like three four five hours long and I, I don't have the time or even if I did have the time I still wouldn't do it I, I, I just can't sit there and watch people role play for that long um, but I'm I'm glad some people do I mean I think it's cool I think it's cool but I, I understand Dave's sentiment and I and I uh, like I said you know, don't come talking to me how fun it is to tell stories when you haven't pled for your game, man. You got to bleed for your hobby, man. That's right. <laughs> so I'm glad nobody has to do that anymore. That was, that was just too rough of a time, and it was kind of a, um, you know, something that, that uh, shouldn't have happened, but it did, and hopefully it made people a little bit better or maybe a little bit more understanding. Who knows? Um but uh, I, I know most of the gamers that gamer guys that I hang out with are all good people. I mean, if there is a douchebag in the in the mix, I usually weed them out. I'm not gonna get into 
to details or, you know, get negative about stuff because gaming is supposed to be about fun and being creative and imaginative and whatnot. And, and most of the guys I, I game with, that's exactly, they're just looking for, you know, a couple hours just to have some fun, be a kid again and play some game, roll some dice and hopefully make it to the next session, you know? So, all right, guys, appreciate you listening. And, uh, I'm going to get that adventure design table round table going. I swear. I know I've been talking about it, but I will. I will. So, all right, guys, I got to bail. Take care. Roll better than me. We'll talk soon.